This program has been paid for all or in part by the host, and KSEV is not responsible for its content and or products or services offered. Welcome to Frankly Talking every Friday at 6 p.m. Here at 700 AM KSEV, the voice of Texas. Like and follow Frank on Facebook.com slash Frankly Talking. Here is your host, Frank Spagnoletti. Hey, hey, uh, it's a Friday night and uh, we're getting ready to have a little bit of a talk show here. So if you want to get hold of us, you know how to do it. 281-558-5738. And the format for this show is going to be that we're going to be, uh, I'm going to give a little introduction here. I'm going to read you something that somebody sent me this week. And uh, and then we're going to talk about some subjects that, uh, just to, on reflection, kind of uh, where we stand on this week. So, hello, Facebook. I'm glad to see you all and hear, hear from you all. Uh, at least Mauricio's back up and running. He's operating from his house still, but... He's got us going here on Facebook, and we're live on the radio. So, hi, everybody. It's great to see you. Hello, Kelly. Hello, Alfred. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in on Facebook. But here we go. Uh, Facebook took us down last week uh, in the middle of the show, so I really don't know what happened there. Anyway, I want to read this to you. It was sent to me by someone, uh, you know, who who is actually uh, from Florida. And it just kind of summarized the way some people think. And you can think about what this person had to say, and then you can decide if you want to make some comments on it. Uh, but it's a reflection on, you know, as we come to this uh, inauguration this week and as we came to the end of the Trump administration, and as we're moving uh, backwards or forwards or whatever you want to say with the Biden administration, sideways maybe, um, you want to reflect on where we've been, because this is the reason why I'm all about history, where we've been, where we are, and where we're going. But anyway, let me read you what this fella had to say. It, it, it won't give you his name. He didn't give me permission to do that. He said the following, and he's probably in his 60s, this, this fella. He says, my days on earth are numbered, but before I fade away, there is something important I need to say. It might, may not be important to anyone else, but it's important to me. Win, lose, or fraud... President Trump, I just wanted to say thank you for the last four years. Thank you for making it cool to be an American again. Thank you for showing us that we don't need to be under China's thumb any more economically or any other way. Thank you for one of the strongest economies we've ever experienced in my lifetime. Thank you for all you have done for the minority communities and the outstanding decrease in unemployment in the unemployment rate you had. Thank you for making it feel good to love our country and to be proud to be a proud patriot again. Thank you for supporting our nation's flag and the men and women who fought for the freedom that stands behind that flag. Thank you for supporting our nation's law enforcement organizations and understanding how difficult their job really is. Thank you for quelling the flood of illegal immigration and bringing to justice thousands of criminals that flood through that, that that flood brought us. Thank you for giving corporations a reason to come back to America to make our own products and put Americans back to work. Thank you for bringing our troops home from endless deployments that presented us with little more than body bags and for your commitment to strengthen our military. 
Thank you for Operation Warp Speed, keeping your promise to bring the COVID vaccine to us in less than a year. Thank you for never-ending attempts to bring peace to the Middle East and your support of Israel. Thank you for your tax relief and thank you for your energy independence. Most of all, though, thank you for taking a damn rotten job you never had to take. Thank you for caring enough for this country to try to want to to try and make a difference. Thank you for showing America how little career politicians actually work for their constituents and for showing us how much how those politicians despise you for showing America how easy it is to build a great nation rather than rape her in line and line their own pockets and stock portfolios. Thank you for allowing us to experience a president that wasn't a lifelong politician, but a lifelong American. Thank you, Mr. President. You did your best. That was uh, sent to me unsolicited this week, and I want you to reflect on that and call us at 281. Frank from Tennessee is on the phone. He's our guest as well, and tonight we have Francis uh, O'Reilly and myself. The number is 281-558-5738. Before we start going through that, I want to pose this question that I want you to think about out there in the audience, and I want you to think, and we're going to talk about it here with Frank from Tennessee, and we're going to talk about it with uh, Francis O'Reilly. The issue that that I see is this. I, I just read this statement from this fella that was sent to me, uh, and I want you to think about it, the audience as well, think about what he just said in the context of these executive orders that were just given out uh, that we're going to talk about later on in the show in detail. But it seems to me that that many of the things he was being thankful for have been erased in, in the first hours of this new administration including jobs, including including a number of other things, including all kinds of things, including we're going to talk about it in detail. But just generally speaking, what do you think about that, Frank from Tennessee? And then I'm going to ask Francis O'Reilly. And you can call in at 281-558-5738 to talk to us about it. What do you say, Frank from Tennessee? Hey, man, I, I think he's right on cue. Uh, this is one of the things I think happens in our country, happens in all countries, is that Things never change until they get so bad that people can't stand them no more. They they overlook them. Donald Trump came in as kind of an outsider. He wasn't the choice of the Republican Party to be a candidate for the presidency. He wasn't the choice of anybody other than the patriots of the country. That's who he was a choice for. And he won this election based on that. And it's just a shame to see all the things that, he wanted to do start getting waxed out, you know, by somebody catering to a political position. And uh, I, I can tell you this: uh, we have not heard the last from Donald Trump. Now, I, I you know, I don't know how he's going to come back, but he started a movement in this country that, me for a personal opinion, is that I love the idea of America being first. I love the idea of protecting our borders. That was basically the Auburn right that started out years ago. You know, you think about it, all of our wars have been about people invading the uh, the, the property lines of the country. You know, they, we want we want to take you over. So 
why would you not want to protect your borders? I mean, that's that just seems like something almost sacred to me. And uh, I, I won't go too far down in a rabbit hole on that, but I can't imagine people just saying, I don't want our country to be a country anymore. I just want us to be a location where people just come and pass through and don't care and don't have any pride, don't want to work for what we believe in. We just want to be something here is kind of a place of existence. I want our country to be more than that. And I believe that to the bottom of my heart. I, well, Frank, I just, I, Frank, this is the key word you said. You said you want our country to be more than that. I think the concept is that there will, I mean, and I know that this is, I'm going to use a funny word here, uh, anathema. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, horrible to those people who believe in country, the word anathema, horrible. And we take going to a break, but they don't want us to have a country. They just want us to have a borderless world where they can send you Amazon packages. Anyway, we're going to come back. We're going to a break, and I'm going to be talking to Facebook in between here. And we're going to have a good time tonight. So let's uh, let's go to the break, and we'll be back soon. Stay on the phone, Frank from Tennessee. And we're going to talk to Francis Riley in a minute. Voice of Texas, AM 700, KSEV. If you have roof problems, you can sure see them when it rains. This is Deb Tejada from Teos Roofing. If you see a leak, call me immediately, 281-251-0304. I'll send over the Tejas Roof Repair truck. That truck has everything our experienced crew needs to fix your roof right then and there. The Tejas Roofing Crew has been working together fixing leaky roofs for 15 years. It's not a pretty truck, but it has everything we need to get the job done. I kind of like the way it looks. Most roofing repairs cost less than $500. Why? Because we find the cause of the leak and repair that leak. We won't try to sell you services you don't need. And we'll fix it right away because everything we need, it's in our truck. Don't put off fixing a leaky roof. Call me at Teos Roofing and I'll send over the truck. 281-251-0304. When you think of roofing repairs or a new roof, think Tejas Roofing, your Houston roofing company. 281-251-0304. That's Tejas Roofing, 281-251-0304. If you're looking to sell or buy a home and in need of the best realtors out there, look no further than the Matthews team at REMAX Legends. Ronnie and Kathy Matthews have instilled in each and every team member their hard work and honest values, and believe me, it's paid off. This incredible team's agents has an average tenure of over 10 years, so it's clear that the Matthews team truly knows the Houston area market and what it takes to get a home sold quickly. They're employee-owned. They care about their clients, and they always go the extra mile to ensure that each sale and purchase is seamless and smooth. The Matthews team are the number one REMAX team in Texas and have been for over 20 years. Call the Matthews team at 281-440-7900 or see for yourself and go online at RonnieAndKathy.com. They sell over 900 homes a year and they know every inch of the buying and selling market in the greater Houston area. Call the Matthews team. I chose them as my realtor and you should too. The Matthews team and REMAX legends, your realtor for life. 281-440-7900. That's 281-440-7900. Email from school about the incident today. Scary. You know, teachers like me, parents, we don't always know as much as you guys do about what's going on with other kids. Half the time, it's rumors. Yeah, but if you're ever concerned about a friend who's having trouble with alcohol, prescription drugs, anything, you need to tell an adult, someone you know and trust. That can be hard, but speaking up about a problem is what helping a friend is all about. For more information, 
visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Catch Chris X Radio weekdays at 4. On day one, illegitimate President Joe Biden signed a lot of awful executive orders, including canceling the Keystone XL pipeline. That alone will kill thousands of American jobs and well over 100,000 Canadian jobs. He's well on his way to being the worst jobs president of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Biden hole. Chris X Radio, weekdays 4 till 6, right here on The Voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Mom's got a squeeze, but she wears on her chest. When daddy comes home, he never gets no rest. Cause she's playing all night. Frank, you like this in Tennessee. Yeah. Mama's got a squeeze box and it never sleeps at night. <laughs> oh, yeah, my favorite song. That's, <laughs> well, that was Francis Riley. That, 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 that squeeze box is an accordion, you know that? Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so go ahead, Francis. What do you got to say more serious well, let's, subject? Let's let the music die down just real quick. Thank you. Thank you, Frank. The... That letter was was wonderful, you know, and and I think that all of us, all 75 million Americans that voted for Donald Trump come from a place of gratitude and appreciation. And the unique relationship that Trump struck with the 75 million supporters is he appreciated the people. He understood that this country was built by the people and he led the people. And what's interesting is, you know, to your point about what's going on now they're doing everything in their power to attack the people and when you get into a to a fractured relationship between the people versus whoever these whatever you have 500 or so congressmen supreme court president three branches of government and the relationship's not there we've been dismissed our votes been dismissed our opinions have been dismissed they're trying to dismiss us through various censorships on social media. And it's not going to sit well. And it's not going to fly. Uh, I think people now are just, you know, trying to sit back and they got a gut punch. And I, I think they're trying to understand what we do next. And I think people, it's, it's a good time to, to observe. It's a good time to understand what it is and where we stand with with this government. Well, let me use that as a platform. How about that? Okay. What I want to do is I want to use that as a platform to talk about this. Put this into context and call us at 281-558-5738 if you want to talk about it. You know, I'm reflecting on the fact that we're going to have this second impeachment trial. First of all, I'm, I'm appalled that, uh, that this would be embraced by any uh, so-called libertarians and Republicans and moderate Democrats that are in the, uh, in the Senate it's absolutely offensive. They didn't even put a case together in the in the Congress. There were no witnesses. There were no hearings. There were no nothing to search out what the truth was. Nothing to to nothing. Just nothing. Just just Donald Trump's leaving. We got to impeach him. He asked, told people to march to the Capitol peacefully. He told people to march to the Capitol peacefully, and that's inciting a, a insurrection. Are you kidding me? 
What about when Schumer had everybody up at the Supreme Court pounding on the door of the U.S. Supreme Court, you know, six months before? What about all the riots at the federal courthouses trying to take them down out in the, on the West Coast? What about the attacks that were happening at the White House just a few months back when we were having all the racial issues involving Floyd and all the others in Washington, D.C.? And they, and they had to take Trump you know, to a bunker because they were afraid they were going to break through the fences. What about all of that? And why is it just because Donald Trump says, I want you to march to the courthouse in a peaceful manner to express yourself as Americans, which is how this country started, that all of a sudden that's an insurrection. And this is what I'm going to get to, okay? This is not about, this is not about America, what's going on. This is not the American way. What's going on? Marching to the Capitol in a peaceful manner is is the American way. Marching in the streets for uh, equality and liberty and and for and for um, uh, freedom. Freedom. I'm, I'm I'm saying desegregation issues like Martin Luther King did. We celebrated his birthday earlier in the week. I think it was this week. It might have been last week. I think it was this week. This week. Uh, the point is. We, 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 we marching and expressing ourselves as citizens is the American way. Trump did nothing but, in, but try to utilize the American way to tell the senators to do whatever he was asking Pence to do, which was basically send it back to these state houses. The point is, he did nothing that was an insurrection. He didn't tell people to get their guns and storm the Capitol. That, that was a mob that was, I still don't know who instigated it, and the jury's out on that. But since there's been no fact-finding, either on the election and the counting of the votes or on how that mob wound up going into the uh, into the Capitol and why there were no Capitol Police that were blocking it and why the Capitol Police opened up some of the gates to let them in and why there were Antifa members that were, like, saying burn down the house and, other, and using other expletives. Why, 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 why? You can't, you, you can if you're living in Russia try to have a show trial and that's what I want to talk about what I want to talk about is a show trial what we're having here with Trump is a show trial many are going to say to me well what's a show trial a show trial is a communist technique and it was used during the Russian revolution and they have the Moscow the Moscow trials they were a series of show trials held in the Soviet Union at the instigation of Stalin between 1936 and 38 against Trotskyites and members of the right opposition of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union. There were three Moscow trials, and then they, I, I can list them for you. If you're interested in this stuff, just go look it up. But the defendants were old Bolshevik party leaders and top officials of the Soviet secret police. Most of the defendants were charged under some penal code for conspiring with Western powers to assassinate Stalin and other Soviet leaders and dismember the Soviet Union and restore capitalism. Let me see now. What are we doing when, when, when we have people in our country saying, if you're a Trump supporter, you're a member of a cult. If you're a Trump supporter, you're a member of a cult and you need to be pro reprogrammed. If you're Josh Hawley, and simply stood up and said, I have a problem with the counting of the votes in the Electoral College, and I have these objections, and, and Ted, Ted Cruz, 
say the same thing, and then they want to censure these guys. They want to throw them out of the Senate. They want to they want to hit him with an ethics charge. They want to hit him with an ethics charge for uh, doing their duty as as senators from the great states of uh, Missouri and Texas. What are we doing in this country? What are we doing in this country when our American military says that you can't uh, embrace Columbus Day? Did you hear me? That's one of the things in their manual that says you cannot embrace the American or the U.S. Army. You cannot embrace Columbus Day because that's racist. There ain't nothing racist about it. Columbus was just a, a courageous fellow who decided to sail the flat ocean and, and ran into the United States, ran into um, America, let's put it that way. And, and it was Western civilization that gave him the science and the ships to do it. So you don't have to be embarrassed about it. It was his belief in God which gave him the courage, which gave him the courage to continue with that voyage. And it brought civilization to a country and made the United States eventually what became the United States, the greatest beacon of freedom and the greatest country in the world. And we're going to take Lisa on line one before I keep going on this whole thing because I can go on it a lot longer. But this is a show trial. We're getting to be like a communist country. We cannot allow this, and I, our politicians need to stand up. Lisa, let's take you on line one. Okay. Well, you know, I, 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 I don't want to say I'm angry because I want to be peaceful, but I have uh, stupidly cried for the last three months because I cannot believe this happened in America. My mother and father left third world countries. This is that's probably the reason I'm crying. Uh, I'm, I'm so shocked, perplexed, and the way they're treating him like it's a witch trial. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they treat it. It's a it's show evil. trial. It's evil. a sh- No, it's a witch trial. Okay. It's the way they used to treat people in up up there when people thought they were witches. Oh, in Salem, you're talking about the Salem witch trials. Yes, absolutely, and all of. 80 million people that they're treating like evil. It's, uh, I'm so angry. Any, uh, uh, all I'm saying is our own family has mistreated us. That is why the Democrats can get one on Trump, because the rhinos, the rhinos hate him. Yes. What you're saying is absolutely true. And the biggest problem is it was it was the rhinos who basically allowed this to happen. It was the rhinos who probably were in, in, in allegiance and in agreement with the Democrats doing this because they want to prevent Trump from ever running again for public office, be it a... I, will follow, I, I don't care what they do to Trump. I will follow him even if they hang him. <laughs> well, I, I hope I, we don't get to that. I hope we don't get to that point. But, let, but you know, you I, say that... Yes, I understand that, Lisa. And you know, you say that because these Moscow trials that I've been talking about led to the execution of many of the defendants. You know, we sit here and we say, "Well, that could never happen in America." Hmm. In America, well, it's happening right now. Do you? Eighty it, million people and Trump are putting put on trial without any lawyers. Exactly. And what's going to happen? What I'm trying to say to you is, with our courts being so, uh, with their hands, peaceful. with their hands. With their hands off of it, and they talk all this on the one side, be peaceful, and if you're not peaceful, you're an enemy of the state, you're a seditionist, and all the rest. 
And at the same time, when the when the other side, the leftists are burning things down and 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 ravaging stores and attacking federal courthouses, we don't hear anything about it. And and so the problem is, I'm telling, and what I'm trying to express to the to the listeners is, we we have to be very vigilant because this is happening. What we think is happening slowly is happening very quickly, and we can wind up with losing all of our rights that we think are inherently ours, and you can say you can take it to court, but it's really hard to do that when you're sitting under an executive order that might put you into a camp somewhere. So, I mean, the problem is you got to be very, and it's hard to defend yourself from a camp where you don't have your resources and all the rest. Frank from Tennessee, what do you got to say about any of that? Thank you, Lisa. I appreciate your call as always. Uh, Frank, what do you got? You there, Frank? All right. Francis Riley, what do you got to say? Well, I, what I'll say is that, you know, when you look at this this leftist Congress, these politicians, their, tech, their, their tactics are intimidation. Their tactics are fear. They want you terrified of a virus. They want you can't even get a straight answer on the darn virus. You get a you get a vaccine. You get a, gotta get another one. You get a vaccine. You gotta wear a mask. They, 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 you get a vaccine. They're saying maybe it's not even good enough for the next strain. All of this is trying to put everybody on edge and dismiss the American people. What are they gonna have? They're gonna have a, a government that's trying to rule over a people that can't stand them, that don't want to follow them, that don't agree with them. All these congressmen did, Mr. Cruz and 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 the other Holly, Josh Holly. Holly. They just asked a simple question. They asked a simple question about the election fraud. And they and they got absolutely excoriated for asking for asking a question. It's getting to the point now that you can't have a conversation with these people. Anything you say that they disagree with, they don't want to just dismiss you. They want to destroy you. And that young lady that was on the on the phone is exactly right. We're, Trump's not being impeached. They're impeaching the entire 80 million voters that supported him. We're all on trial for doing what? For standing up, trying to go to go to our go to our jobs, trying to raise our families, trying to get by. It was hard enough before coronavirus. It's getting to be impossible now, and they're trying to make it even harder. So I, my my comment is is that I don't like bullies. Americans don't like bullies. And we're facing a bully. We faced him before, and and I I I I've, I'm telling you, the American people, when they stand up to these bullies, it is not going to end well. Uh, well, let me just say this, okay? One of the things I want to talk about in terms of all this is, let me ask this question. This is why it doesn't make sense to me. And then we're gonna, we'll, you know, next caller we'll take Rusty. I know you're on there. We can talk about things in a minute. But I want to make I want to make this point here, Frank from Tennessee. Listen to this. I know you're probably back on the line, and and Francis and, and the audience. One of the things that we had that that was done in immediately in the first six hours of this new administration was to do away with the Keystone Pipeline. Now you say to me, why are we talking about the Keystone Pipeline? Because the Keystone Pipeline was ten thousand jobs. Okay. The Keystone Pipeline brought energy from Canada and would have brought it all the way down here to, to Port Arthur. And it's heavy crude oil, and it's needed in some of the refineries down here for making asphalt and infrastructure and all the rest. And now you have to get that kind of heavy crude from Venezuela. Hey, geez, I don't think we do business with Venezuela, but maybe now we do. 
But here's the other thing. What do you think the Canadians are going to do with their oil? Instead of sending it to the United States to help and doing a barter, whatever we do in terms of the deal, I don't know the finances of it, but the point is it's between Canada and the U.S. and keeping the U.S. energy independent. Canada's not going to sit on that oil. Canada is going to be shipping that oil to Vancouver, British Columbia, and sending it to, guess where? Wuhan. They're going to be sending it to Wuhan. Wuhan sends us the virus. We send them the oil. Jeez, isn't that a brilliant move? And in the first six, six hours, we have, we have, I'm going to call him President Biden. <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm coughing. Uh, but, but we're going to have President Biden sign something immediately to send oil to China and take jobs away from the U.S., uh, what kind of what kind of deal is that? A bad one. A bad deal for the U.S. and that's the way we're going. And that's not the only thing that happened this week in the U.S. economy that was bad, because they don't think about the U.S. economy. They think about the global economy. And there you have it: a populist thinking about America first and American economy, a globalist thinking about lead from behind. If you, as I've always said, if you if you're the if you ain't the lead dog, the scenery never changes. Anyway, we're going or to the, a break. Or the stench. Or the, or the smell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been both, and I prefer lead dogs. <laughs> okay, we're going to a break. KSEV, the flagship station of True Conservative Talk Radio, AM 700, the voice of Texas. If you're looking to sell or buy a home and in need of the best realtors out there, look no further than the Matthews team at REMAX Legends. Ronnie and Kathy Matthews have instilled in each and every team member their hard work and honest values, and believe me, it's paid off. This incredible team's agents has an average tenure of over 10 years, so it's clear that the Matthews team truly knows the Houston area market and what it takes to get a home sold quickly. They're employee-owned, they care about their clients, and they always go the extra mile to ensure that each sale and purchase is seamless and smooth. The Matthews team are the number one REMAX team in Texas and have been for over 20 years. Call the Matthews team at 281-440-7900 or see for yourself and go online at RonnieAndKathy.com. They sell over 900 homes a year and they know every inch of the buying and selling market in the greater Houston area. Call the Matthews team. I chose them as my realtor and you should too. The Matthews team and REMAX legends, your realtor for life. 281-440-7900. That's 281-440-7900. You're driving down the road and suddenly your check engine light comes on. Your mind immediately begins to race. Is this serious? What does this mean? Am I about to break down? Who can I trust to repair this properly without being taken advantage of? Hi, this is Rona from Skeeter's Auto Service, home of the Texas Car Doctor Radio Show, where old-fashioned, unparalleled customer service meets the latest in technology. We're not going to overcharge you or sell you what you don't need. We're not going to keep your car for days on end, and we will always try to give you options that fit your budget. My dad always taught us, do the right thing for the right reasons, work hard, and success will always follow. We pride ourselves in doing just that each and every day at Skeeter's Auto Service. Check us out at SkeetersAuto.com, like us on Facebook, or give us a call at 281-469-1152. There's a solution to hunger and poverty for millions. 
farming families in developing nations can access food and flatten the curve on environmental harm. Nonprofit Trees for the Future is training farming communities to rethink how they farm using trees. Farmers are improving their nutrition and income so they can weather any storm. Learn more at trees.org slash radio. That's T-R-E-E-S dot org slash radio. This message is sponsored by Trees for the Future. From annual checkups to managing chronic conditions, taking care of your health should always be a priority. At Houston Methodist, our primary care doctors are available to provide personalized care for you and your family safely. We offer a variety of convenient ways to get care from us, from same-day sick visits to extended hours at select locations. And we are taking every precaution to keep you safe during your visit. Choose your doctor or schedule online at HoustonMethodist.org slash stay healthy. Taking a look at the 610 West Loop, southbound at I-10 Katy Road. We have a two-car accident blocking the right-hand side. On the 610 North Loop, eastbound, just before you get to I-45 North Freeway, there's an accident blocking the center and right lane. And recently cleared on the I-10 Katy Freeway, coming inbound at Washington Westcott was an accident blocking four center lanes and a left lane. That still has you a little bit backed up for a few miles before you start to get into downtown. That's a look at traffic. I'm Stephen K for KCB AM 700, the voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. With the band. Here we go. Join together, yeah. Join <laughs> together. Talk about it, Frank. Frankly singing. Frankly singing. That's why I'm talking, because I never would have got a job singing. But I, but I think I sound good. <laughs> anyway. You're damn right you did. Anyway, we're going to be taking a call here. Let's take Rusty online, too. Uh, go ahead, Rusty. What do you got for me tonight? Hey, Frank. How you doing? I'm good, brother. How you doing? I'm doing good. And the other Frank in Tennessee and Francis, can I be Frank? Yes, please. Me? Please, Rusty. I know. <laughs> please be Frank. Frankly, talk to us, Join Rusty. the band. <laughs> but, this guy in Tennessee may know, but if you hate the government so much and you want to be a red state or just go to a county without a hospital, right? No. I mean... I the way I look, I mean, I think you're crazy not to want to live like in an urban lifestyle, you know. But I mean, I was brought up in the country, though. I, I, so I, I, I never, I never would have said anything about not wanting to live anywhere. But I never said that either. But Rusty, uh, I never would have known you were brought up in the country. I couldn't tell. Well, I'm. It's the old. That's the only. Rusty, that's the I mean, only reason I take your calls because I like you. I like your accent. I can tell you were brought up in the country, so I know while we disagree on some things, your heart is in the right place. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was glad old Rock got got on the back on the radio last week. Uh, it, it, you know, it's like that frog in the water. You can't you can't come in the first five seconds and call Trump a big dummy, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, look, if you think Trump's a dummy, you should have to be. You should have the right to be able to say that. 
But if you if you think like like Lisa who called in who says that she really loves Trump and she'd follow him anywhere, I think you should be able to say that. And you shouldn't have people getting on the radio that say because you say Trump's a dummy, you need to go get reeducated. Can you imagine if we if Trump and his, and 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 his supporters said that during his tenure? I mean, they would have been like people would have been like uh, calling for the, the the army to come in and take over the country because that we were having a dictator. But yet, on the other side, of, but on the other side of it, they can call <laughs> Trump supporters members of a cult. I'm not a member of any cult. But see, either you, you're going to identify with the people that storm the building, or you're not. You're going to have to say either they're Republicans. And I won't, I'm just like them, or those are crazy people. No, I don't think you need to do that because I think that that that, that the people. Cool. I don't think that I think the people that went in the building was a a mishmash of all kinds of people. I think there were there were some some relatively law abiding people in that group that that got led in there by some extreme right people and some some extreme left people, and it was it was a perfect storm in order to create a circumstance. During the, by the way, during the vote that was being taken on the electoral college stuff, I still don't. I mean, Rusty, this is just my own personal opinion, but I still don't know that that wasn't all staged in order to stop them from taking that electoral college vote and having everybody voice their opinions on that because it was truncated, it was finished up in the middle of the night, and nobody really heard anything more about it. And the rubber stamp came down, and that was the end of all that stuff with the election. So, well, that was because the Republicans distanced themselves from the people, and they said, you know, the, certify the election. You know, it's I agree. Three votes in Georgia, I agree. Counts in Georgia. I agree. I mean, I agree. I agree. The Republicans. It was a big the, lie. The, 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 I don't know whether it's a lie or not because I've never have seen the evidence, and I don't think anybody else has either, really. No, but that I, they would be able that they would be able to go up there on the sixth of January. He called them up there for two or three weeks and said, "This is going to be the last chance we have to get them to change their mind." Well, it's and true. He said, oh, it's true. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's and the trial begins. Uh, February the eighth, I believe. Yeah, yeah, the show trial you're talking about. Well, yeah, well, he was on. He's only been indicted right now. There's going to be a trial. Yeah, there's going to be a trial with no no evidence, no investigation, no nothing. And what he, that's a show trial, Rusty. And he's probably going. And he's probably he's not going to get a Repu- one Republican. He's not going to get one Republican to vote with him uh, to vote against him. Oh well, maybe not. Maybe not. That's, because they're scared either way. They come right out and they, they they betray him immediately. And then now that they see that there's a lot of pressure the other way, saying this is ridiculous, the Republicans will run the other way. And that's why we need a new party, Rusty, of Democrats like you. Even though we can disagree on some things, Democrats like I was, and 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 Republicans who are populists. And Republicans who believe in patriotism for this country, we need a new party. I called for it seven months ago. I called it the Patriot Party, and now I see that somebody's uh, stolen it and uh, plagiarized me and been calling it the Patriot Party. Trump, Trump, gonna be Trump. Trump, Trump, the Trump plagiarized me. But guess what? (laughs) I won't even charge him for it. Thanks, Rusty. I appreciate the call. (laughs) Uh, We're gonna uh, we're we're going to soon do a break here, but. we going to a break now? Yeah, we're going to a break now. But anyway, when we come back from the break, we'll be talking about some more things, more of these wonderful things that are happening to us. Not. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we'll, we'll be back in a minute. Thanks again, Rusty, for the call. And, uh, Mr. Wright, 
We're gonna have, we're gonna take your call here in a minute, uh, so we can have a little chat. Hi, everybody. This is Brian Kilmeade. Keep listening to KSEV, the voice of Texas. Start your mornings with the Chris Salcedo Show. I used to live down the dial a couple of notches during this time period in the morning, but I think I found a new home. And it's why I'm going to tune in. You gave them some very tough questions. You know, some of the toughest questions that I've heard an interviewer give a seasoned politician like that. And just like all seasoned politicians, before they answer the question, they run interference. The Chris Salcedo Show, 7 to 9 a.m. on AM 700 KSEV. Beautiful and healthy trees increase your property value, but sick, ugly trees will decrease the value of your home. That's why I recommend you call Ability Tree Experts at 281-441-4179. They're the experts caring for the beautiful and valuable trees on your property that you can replace should be done by experts. And the experts I use, it's very clear, it's Ability Tree Experts and Lewis Flory, my friend, for over 30 years. Gosh, this guy is the pro when it comes to taking care of trees well-fed and pruned tree will be less susceptible to wind damage and uprooting. You know, pruning is important for the health of your trees and allows the sun and fresh air into the canopy. Trees can be in distress several months without showing any signs. So don't wait to protect your investment. Call Lewis Flory now at 281-441-4179, 281-441-4179, or visit their website at abilitytrees.com. Right now, receive a deep root feeding with every tree pruned. That's Ability Tree Experts. Ability Tree. Houston's leading tree care professional. Our veterans risked it all to protect our freedoms. And now they need our help as we all fight the coronavirus. At an unprecedented time in history, our most vulnerable veterans are isolated at hospitals. And during their greatest time of need, their family, hospital volunteers, and staff can have little or no contact with them. Being alone can be terrifying, but we all can help. Help Heal Veterans, with the support of citizens like you, creates, manufactures, and distributes therapeutic art and craft projects for our veterans and military, at no charge to them. We invite you to join us in supporting an isolated or sick veteran and help them through this desperate time. To learn more, visit HealVets.org. This message is furnished by Help Heal Veterans, a not-for-profit organization that has been helping veterans for nearly 50 years HealVets.org. With Houston Methodist Virtual Urgent Care, you can skip the drive and the waiting room and connect to our board-certified providers from your computer, tablet, or mobile phone. Virtual Urgent Care visits are available 24-7, no appointment needed, even on weekends and holidays. Now you can get the same trusted care you expect from Houston Methodist, wherever you are, whenever you need us. To learn more, visit HoustonMethodist.org. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Yeah. That just is one thing you can always find. You gotta saddle up your horse. You gotta draw a hard line. Sing a victory tour and we'll all be back at the local saloon. We raise up our glasses against evil forces and whiskey for my man, beer for my horses. 
for my men, beer for my horses. I want some of that Tennessee whiskey, Frank. Anyway, <laughs> hey, hey, look, we're going to take a call here. We're going to take a call. We, we only got 10 minutes or so left, so uh, we're going to take a call. M- Mr. Wright on line three, hit me, hit me fast because I got another call from Sharon I need to take. Why you always got to rush me through? <laughs> because you always call at the end of the show. I don't understand, but listen here uh, real quickly before I get to where I called. Uh, you are an attorney, am I correct? Yeah. Stick with it. You're not a singer. Stick with it, what? You're not a singer. <laughs> I know that. I know that. What do you, hey, 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 Mr. You're right about that? Hey, Mr. Wright, you're right. But <laughs> any real job I ever had, I got fired from. That's why I had to become an attorney, working construction, working this, working that, all the real jobs, at gas station. All the, I had to go to be a lawyer because it's the only damn thing I could do. So let me confess, uh, as much as I think I can sing and want to sing and try and sing, I also cannot sing. So I don't sing. know, man. You kind of sound like Lou Rawls to me, but go ahead. So, you know, I, uh, first of all, guys, we have to at some point come to an agreement because our country is divided. And uh, I'm not sure how to get to a point of healing, but in order to, uh, I believe, get there is the folks on the other side. And I'm going to also, you guys are the, the other side. We have to make some acknowledgments. Someone, I'm not sure if it was a guy from Tennessee or somebody else, said that Americans do not like bullying or bullies. And that was Fra- I, I Francis Riley. Francis Riley said it. For the last four years, what we've had is a bully. That's what Trump, I won't say dumb anymore because that's disrespectful. And in 2021, I want to become a better person. So. I'll just say Trump was a bully. He is a bully. And you guys have to say that because we have okay, to well, get- uh, Mr. Wright, hold on there for a second. Okay, I, I, I appreciate your p- p- uh, position saying that he's a bully, okay? Uh, and I understand why you might perceive that. But from a point of view of the people on the other side, as you call the Trump supporters, they're not looking upon it as bullying. They're looking upon it as strong leadership since everybody's been so weak in the past. When they sell out to China, when they sell out to foreign countries, when they get us in stupid wars over oil that we don't need, and he, and he basically tells the Europeans, you're going to put up or shut up, pay your money, or we're taking our troops out and telling Germany to pound salt because they're footsieing around with the Russians and uh, on gas, and they're not paying their fair share of NATO. I mean, that's bullying, I guess, if you're telling somebody what to do, but I don't know if it's bullying if you're just the stronger party in the negotiation. I think it's just negotiating. Okay. No, I hear that. But <laughs> and, 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 and my position is, from the standpoint of bullying, I'm all in agreement with defending America. I'm referring to how he treated fellow Americans as a bully. Well, like who? Like, like, no, like, like who? Like who? Just no, like who? Let's just go to every single time uh, he had an impromptu press conference and he would bully the reporters you think you think the reporters were asking fair questions i mean after all they didn't they didn't ask they didn't ask him what kind of cupcakes and ice cream he had for lunch like they asked like they asked joe they they were asking him didn't you kill your mother today didn't you beat your wife last night we know you did mr trump 
<laughs> right. So, so Frank, so, so in order to have a, a real conversation serious, I'm not trying to be funny right now, so I'm going to trust that neither are you. So here's what I'll say. At some point in time, this country needs I agree. I agree with you, and I, I would say this, Mr. Wright, then i got to move. Uh, uh, i got to tell you this, that, that, that we have a lot of things in common. Uh, you and I have a lot of things in common. I'm sure we have a lot of things in common with regard to the workforce and people need to work and, and people need to have dignified jobs and people need to be able to provide for their families and people should believe in God. And so I, we got all that in common, so we got a lot of good things to work with. Thanks, Mr. Wright. I got to go to another call. Let me take Sharon on line three real quick. We're running out of time, and Tim's on line two. Sharon on line, Sharon on line one. Sorry, Sharon on line one. Sharon. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good. Uh, I just talked to a, f- a friend of mine that's a school teacher in Kingwood, and she said that they're going to be forced to take um, uh, tests, prejudice tests. All white teachers are going to be forced to take no, this, you see, let me comment on this. This is what I've been talking about here, Sharon, and, and you're absolutely right to bring this subject up. This is part of the reindoctrination of the country. You, what the hell? I mean, I mean, I never even think about race when I'm doing business or I'm talking to people. I, I, I mean, I treat people with dignity. All people, all races, all religions. It doesn't matter all to us. Do too. All teachers do too. I know they do. Uh, well, not all teachers do anymore. Well, now there's this big prejudice against against you know they got to reprogram white students. Well, not college teachers. No. Mm-mm. Well, no, that's, that's true. What's true? The college the college teachers are have gotten very liberal. I know that. Well, you know she, that. That's what she's saying. And, and also some teachers in the grammar schools. I mean, there was a story that was read not too long ago from some grammar school kid where he was being put down because he expressed something. The point is, they started at that level, Sharon. They're now doing it on our military. Our military is undergoing a program where they cannot say America first because that's told to be racist. And, and if they vote for Trump, they're going to be ostracized. I understand, but the but the people who voted for Trump, and it's not just Trump. I would stop saying that we voted for I'm Trump. I'm going to be ostracized. No, I understand. What we need to say is we voted for the concepts of populism and America first, and we voted for these concepts, and they long outlived Donald Trump. They long outlived, just like the Ten Commandments outlived Moses for a few years. Hmm. Uh, the, the 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 concepts of Don, uh, that Donald Trump brought to the brought to the table is what we believe in. The belief in the belief in the God in this country, the belief in America first, the belief in freedom, freedom of speech, and all the rest. Thanks, Sharon. I got to take this last call because I'm running out of time. Tim, uh, on line two. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I wanted to tell those. This tells tells it all just right off the bat. And you can look. Uh, our gas is thirty five cents up, thirty cents, thirty five cents up a gallon in Tomball, Texas. Yeah. Hey, and you know what? I I hope they enjoy that. They're, that six hundred dollars they got, you know, they paying it right back. But you know, I wanted to say something to you, and I'll let you go real quick. Is there any way I want to in, in, uh, uh, email you a diagram of why the new Green Deal won't work? I've been in the uh, gas and electric business for forty three years. And, yes, uh, I'd love to give you that so everybody yeah. comes on there that's a green whatever. You can hit them right in the head with uh, the information. You can you, you you can email it to me. Uh, 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 you can 
You can email it to me. Uh, I don't. You can send it to me on Facebook, but you can email it to me at my law office. Okay, it's a. Uh, 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 I'll give you this one. Uh, F I S. F I S. At Spaglaw S P A G L A W dot com. And by the way, if anybody gets hurt out there, anybody has a business <laughs> business dispute, I'm going to do a commercial since email. I'm paying for this. Use that email. But 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 now you got my now you got my email. You can talk to me directly. And Facebook for folks, you can talk to me directly. Anybody wants to talk to me, can talk to me on that. F I S at Spaglaw dot com. And I love I'd love to talk to you, and I want to have a dialogue with you. And you can come on the show sometime if you want. You said that's F-I-S what now? F-I-S at Spaglaw, dot com. Okay, man. Yeah, you're you're going to love this, man, when I, when I send this to you. Thank you, my friend. And Frank from Tennessee, what are you thinking? Uh, man, I think it's a good show, good things. I, I wish uh, you got one guy calls in there, a little bit on the liberal side, continuously criticizes what somebody else says. Maybe somewhere down in the next couple of weeks, we can find him a liberal show to call in on that somebody cares. No, no, I, I uh, like I like Mr. Wright calling in because he makes me. No, see I'm it. not. Th- I'm not talking about Mr. Wright. Oh. I'm talking about the previous one. The previous one that says something about I needed to move to another country. It, it, it makes it makes me seem fair and it makes me seem fair and balanced. Yeah, <laughs> Nobody's I, ever I, called I, me balanced before, but I, I'm calling myself <laughs> balanced. I understand your point. I'm just giving you mine. <laughs> and I love the point from Tennessee because if we're going to be at the Alamo, I don't want anybody next to me better than a Tennessean. That's exactly right. <laughs> you guys are dumb enough to show up and fight. <laughs> and so are we. I love, to, love talking, and I mean that metaphorically. I don't mean fight with guns. I mean fight or rhetorically and orally. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Y'all pick the weapons. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Frank. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Facebook. We didn't get to all our subjects, but we'll pick them up next week, and I appreciate you all coming in with us.